0: so here we are here it is podcast and welcome back welcome back august 4th 2020 we don't know where this one's gonna go we're just gonna kind of throw it out there and see what happens so enjoy
1: (laughs) yeah thanks for sticking (laughs) with with us. us For all our fantastic stories.
0: Yeah. I just want to let everyone know that I'm supposed to be quitting smoking right now, but I'm smoking. I'm still smoking.
1: Yeah, I am cutting back. I'm not... I want to get rid of it, but it's hard for obvious reasons. It's the
0: hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah, absolutely. It's the hardest. Truly the hardest. If you any kids thinking about taking up smoking, don't. Nah, it's not worth there it. There you go. There's no. my public service announcement for today. Well,
1: like where I grew up and back in, everybody I knew smoked, Smoked. relatives smoked, people in the neighborhood smoked. Everybody smoked. That was a tail end of where you still had like cigarettes ads, cigarette ads playing on TV TV. and Camel Joe and all that shit.
0: Yeah. in magazines and... Yeah.
1: I used to buy the little candy cigarettes. Hey, geez, no wonder I started fucking smoking. Everybody (laughs) smoked.
0: It was a whole smoking culture. I mean, I remember sitting in hospitals and smoking cigarettes and, you know... Waiting at the DMV and just firing up a smoke.
1: I don't know. For me, if that's like more of a northeastern (laughs) thing or what? If it's more of a regional thing? Because when I moved to the Southwest um, for a while, that was a place where it just smoking. You can tell it wasn't a big thing that people did growing up. Man, it's a time period thing too. Yeah. But in the Northeast, like everybody fucking drinks, everybody smokes. Smokes. I think that's just (laughs) just the way it is. Yeah. Same way. Same (laughs) way in
0: Ohio. Same way. Everybody. Everywhere I went Yeah You know I probably started Really smoking a, When I was 13 it's You know
1: a fucking, Yeah it's about When I started smoking Yeah
0: Just like This is what This is what the cool people do We all smoke Get some cigarettes Stealing cigarettes From my My, my Oh yeah cigarettes. The stealing cigarette <laughs> days Yeah I remember that Yeah <laughs> Just like Come on And then finally You know you're you know, I used to sneak outside and smoke. They'd yeah. Go outside and, like, in the middle of the winter, you know, I'd be out going for a walk.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> My dad yeah. was like,
0: where are you going? <laughs> where are you going? That's where I'm you're like, going. <laughs> uh, I'm just going for a walk. He's like, it's 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 12 below.
1: Yeah. I know. I just wanted to get some fresh air, a little hypothermia. He goes, he just, goes, gonna he just went around. for a
0: walk like an hour and a half ago. <laughs> he goes, I think you're smoking. <laughs> I was like, hmm.
1: Maybe. That's some dedicated shit. Smoking (laughs) when it's successfully cold out is is punishing more so than when it's fucking hot out. I don't know what it is. Yeah. (laughs) Cigarettes taste terrible. You're freezing Freezing your balls off. You're just out there shivering. Nobody's talking to each other. And you still fucking do it.
0: And you're still doing it. Yeah.
1: But anyway. I think they might be addictive.
0: They are slightly addictive. I think so. Probably the most addictive thing that I've ever, ever done in my life. (laughs) <laughs> Probably,
1: I mean, there's a lot of people that will quit smoking, even you know, 15 years later after I had a cigarette, and they'll just you know, it's, and I try not to you know blow my smoke in other people's faces, but you generally smoke around people, and I tell me today he hadn't smoked, and I think it was about 15 years, maybe 13, a little bit less, and he was like, man, that smells really good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't want it, you yeah. don't want it you to do it. It. it, you don't want it. <laughs>
0: It's like I, you know, I've always played with the Chantix game, and and somebody was like, "Does does it make cigarettes taste like shit?" No, not uh, does it. I was it? like, "I was like, no, it okay. doesn't. No, not at all." And I was like, they like, what is it? What do they taste like?" And I was like, "I was like, if you haven't smoked one in a while, it tastes like fucking heaven." <laughs> you know? Yeah.
1: So I, I think the since I started smoking, the longest I quit was about.
0: Three or four months. It's like when um when I had quit for the longest time, I was probably had probably gone six months and hadn't smoked in six months. That's and, pretty good. And and I felt to myself, I was like, then this is the way your brain works, with this shit is is to the point where I thought to myself, it's like, man, Chris, you're doing great. <laughs> you're doing awesome. You should reward yourself with a cigarette. <laughs> oh yeah well you use it for a
1: reward for a lot of stuff right you know you get it after you're doing so awesome right you're now doing a, a lot of work you know physical work does it for me. makes me want to smoke a lot driving in the car is really difficult to driving not to in the smoke. car after
0: eating and, and
1: then obviously yeah, drinking stuff like that is drinking
0: is tough and, you know, and and then the job that i do too is can be very stressful and and you know a lot of it's, it's like, like back to those like nights like a, where it's just like I'm just balls to the wall and yeah it's I like me out, doing just trade like, work and oh. stuff
1: like that you doing food stuff it's like yeah. it, you know that's they're just there's a lot of smokers in those fields I like, just noticed that from working with those people and it's
0: and you go out there and it's just like there's the gang there's the gang doing oh, yeah. the thing I love to do right now smoking that's what I want to do is smoke too that's man that'd cultural. be the perfect thing to do right I now i still
1: don't get why a lot of uh asian people can smoke like two packs of marlboro lights a day and live to be like 107 yeah I that know, that doesn't make any say. sense does it <laughs> ain't good for them geez, yeah. share my favorite secret. people
0: are the part-time smokers like the guys who can just smoke yeah i'm done with it not smoke again smoke on and off thought i was one of those guys yeah, I not did that wanna, for a I'm little not, bit. I'm not, not, not one, one of those that. guys. It's really hard to maintain. Not. Almost
1: impossible, I would say, to maintain. Yeah, I'm
0: not one of those guys. <laughs> it's all or nothing. No, mm-hmm. I don't
1: have that kind of discipline. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. Just like, what the fuck? What am I... You know, and I tried to fool myself. Well,
1: like, yeah, I was about to say, you blame, your brain plays tricks on you. And uh I and was like, oh, yeah, I can apparently handle anything because this is just this thing i want to do so i can just put myself into a situation where i want to smoke and i'm just not gonna and then you keep smoking you're like oh what the fuck happened
0: yeah what happened yeah i thought i was gonna stop doing that so you like wait well the last time i quit i thought i'd fool myself and i bought myself a vape pen and bought the non-nicotine liquid
1: yeah. And said, yeah. And said, oh, That's not nicotine. Not going to do anything urge... When now I you. Now you just have two habits you're trying well, to build. Well,
0: yeah. But my thought was behind the whole thing was I was like, okay, so if I get the urge that I need this this fixation of smoking, yeah, I can go and hit the old vape pen without any nicotine in it, and kind of get, get over your that mental fix. Get the mental fix out. Of yeah, the way. but you, you can't you me.
1: can't trick your brain that well though. No, I don't think.
0: because there was the, my my there was a guy in the back of my brain going. Chris, we know we know you're not we know you're not fucking stupid. <laughs> we know you're not fooling yourself. You know what you really want. <laughs> you don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So it goes on and on, and it's a battle. I mean, people. It's the hardest thing I ever had to do was quit smoking.
1: Yeah, I know. You know. I can just cut back at least to the point I was before, where I could have like two or three a day, and be good. Yeah. Now and then, yeah. It's like shit happens and slowly creep back up to about half a pack a day.
0: Yeah, uh, and then you go out and get drunk, and then you smoke the whole to, pack. Ugh. <laughs> then you wake up and you're Fortunately, like, oh, I don't Whoa. think I could do
1: that now, even if I wanted to. I mean, it's, if I smoke over over that amount
0: a lot, I'll just wake up the next day like... Brr. Yeah, I'm just feeling totally like somebody's got a pillow in your face all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, breathe through this. <laughs>
1: Right, who's, your, who's your quitting smoking coach? Oh, it's Casey Anthony. She tried to drown me in the bathtub the other day. <laughs> That's working really good though. I'm smoking way less. I'm
0: smoking way less. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, enough about that. Enough about smoking and dealing with that shit we all know it's bad we all grew up I, I grew up whenever it was still cool and you were the cool guy if you were smoking well
1: then I went, the, went into the military too and yeah, everybody smoked, smoked there everybody
0: smoked there yeah still rolling through the 90s you know the mid I was, I it was
1: a little bit later but like even then like early 2000s when I joined and yeah still a lot of smoking still a lot of smoking <laughs> going on it's hard get, habit that's how you to, get a
0: break in the army
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Going out to the smoke pit. Yeah,
0: out to the old smoke pit. The old yeah. spit pit.
1: Shoot the shit. That or just wait for something to happen. You just hang out there for a couple yeah, yeah, hours. Nothing to do. Then they come in and yell, yell, you've never been you, know, you haven't been doing anything all day. It's like, you've been waiting on chain of command to come I'm back down. Come down, find out what's happening for Finish the day. Making whatever the fuck we're making or doing whatever we're doing. Who's
0: been smoking in the day room?
1: all of us now <laughs> oh, we didn't smoke in the day rooms yeah someone outside for us. that occasionally catch people that would smoke it because when we had the old barracks they the would smoke in their rooms oh my gosh and
0: the old barracks were like, that part of the floor up on the second floor pretty they, sure
1: the old barracks were just, just comprised of uh, the of lead uh, asbestos and some form I'm of sure black right. mold
0: I'm sure just right. and, shaped and, and the nicotine. entire building.
1: It's like the the walls sure really, were. Well, the, the nicotine was like the the glossy veneer. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> they, they, the walls weren't
0: really beige. It was just nicotine stuck to it <laughs> on cinder block walls. Yeah, it's just this sheen of nicotine stuck to it.
1: <laughs> and they finally moved us into the new barracks. Um, I'm pretty sure the old barracks, the carpet hadn't been replaced since 1972. You had carpet. <laughs> kind of. I mean, you could call it that. It might have just been a mal- an amalgamation of pocket lint and like you
0: know, Not, all nothing but fucking fucking linoleum floors in the barracks we lived in. Well, they built the new barracks for us, which is a little bit
1: more like the college dorm style, which is a lot nicer. The courtyard in the middle and all that shit. But as soon as they moved us in the new barracks that old barracks was torn down so i'm like what the fuck was in there <laughs> hey, was So where the happened? second they move us out I'm like get rid of it it's get rid of it before <laughs> <laughs> have them guys tested you <laughs> uh, had a cough like i don't know i'm no, still, smoking. Smoking still smoking
0: <laughs> yeah we went out when i was at carson we went out and they had this tear down these um it's in this down range really far and they said oh we're gonna go tear down these old k uh, case bands. Little Kwanzaa huts those? down there down, down range. we got to get rid of them and we were storing like uh, a Mont Bailey Village bridge part well that? we they were going to tear them down and we had we were storing some bridge parts down there okay. uh, Bailey bridge parts inside of one of them okay and we had to go and get it so when we get there our first question was is how they ever got the bridge parts inside of this building
1: built it around it I okay. don't know I don't know <laughs> but we were like,
0: you know, we thought, well, I guess they came through the door. And, you know, hey, you and just it, was it was, the doorway
1: at the it was, it was, it was some down. work, you know, we a took cool about two, guy. we took,
0: you know, I don't know anything about the Bailey Bridge, but it's pretty big and heavy and,
1: granite. you yeah. know,
0: and, you know, so we get like one part out the door <laughs> and we're like, fuck this, fuck this. And we had, um, well, we brought a forklift with us because we thought we were just going to drive inside this thing and pick them up and take them out yeah, and like put them on the back like, of the truck and get the hell out of there like
1: uh like yeah. two and a half k four yeah we thought yeah. we were
0: just going to get in there and like pick these and things up and, like a box of pencils you know and drop the them in the back over. of the truck and yeah. get them out of there well so finally we just realized that dude we're not going to do this so we decided to take the forklift, and they're going to tear them down anyway, so we start ripping a hole in the side of the, one of the buildings.
1: As you do, yeah. You know, we you get the forklift. We just start there. driving
0: yeah. the forklift into it and just <laughs> ripping the wall off this, this Kwanzaa hut to right where the bridge parts were. Like your strategy, yeah. And probably about, about, I don't know, about 30, 40 minutes into this little destruction we got going on, down there, range patrol comes rolling in. They're like, whoa, 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 what are you guys doing? We're like, we're getting these bridge parts out here. Figured you guys were tearing it down, so it didn't really matter. They're like, no, we're tearing them down because these buildings are full of asbestos. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We're like, fun. Oh, and we're all just standing there inside of it, and there's dust everywhere. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> we're like, I'm like, we should get out of here. This is bad news. I know how accurate it is. You know? I had a buddy
1: tell me that... Uh, <laughs> Because like, he worked on a lot of houses and stuff like that. He was telling me, if you ever go into some place and you taste sweet and low, mm. that's asbestos. <laughs>
0: Interesting. That <laughs> didn't taste sweet and low, but there was a lot of dust flying around.
1: Yeah, and you <laughs> yeah, might you know, have a cough. Yeah. yeah. So. An old mesothelioma. You know, I was
0: like, maybe you should have told us. They're like, we didn't think you're going to rip a hole in the building. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we're like, we couldn't get the bridge parts out. <laughs> We did a mission. They're like, you got them in there? I was like, we didn't get them yeah. in there. No, it's the only Yeah, <laughs> we You didn't did put them do. there. You're just trying to get them out. Like We did not put them in there. <laughs> yeah, so. The good old Army days there.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. We did a mission in Guatemala, and I'm pretty sure the uh, the like bug repellent we had was just like 100% deet. deet. Yeah. <laughs> I was
0: like, yeah, i was the same way in mine. I was like, I, I got a whole radio for... Uh, 12 can case of bug spray in Somalia nice <laughs> I was like I was like, I got that military grade shit you, you might want you, no it kills you, everything it kills everything yeah. insects
1: mammals whatever so I asked
0: him and they'll show <laughs> me this radio and I wanted the radio and they're like I was like how much you want for it and they're like what we need he goes what I really need is bug spray and I was like bug spray he's like yeah bug spray you have bug spray like mosquitoes he's like yeah I was like yeah, got like six or seven cases of it in the Connex Nice. <laughs> I was like, I'll bring you a case tomorrow. he's like, a case? And I'm like, yeah, for this radio. Sure. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm just doop, 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 run over that day before my guardship. Grab up a case. Wait for this guy <laughs> to come back. He brings the radio. I'm like, he's like, oh, so. C-. He's like, malaria so bad, so bad. <laughs> I was like, careful hosing your kids down with this micro and I. <laughs> an extra eye
1: yeah i don't know about what, where you're at but um central america has like the mosquitoes that ride jumanji yeah
0: and
1: they start punching through windshields and fly over and like it's not a fucking cessna yeah. what is that
0: <laughs>
1: so at that point i was like maybe i'll risk some cancer so i'll get <laughs> stabbed to death by a <laughs> gang of mosquitoes
0: some of this deed on me <laughs> yeah at that point yeah
1: Start throwing it, I put him in a fucking super soaker, and I'm like get out of here. <laughs> I, <I'll>, did it. <laughs> I had one guy who got uh, dengue fever all year down there, Ooh. so not quite malaria. And I was pretty hesitant on taking the malaria pills because of the vivid nightmares that I had the, the, because m- of it—just dying in a plane crash in the ocean. <laughs> Man, that's some crazy yeah, shit. <laughs> very vivid, but it's yeah, it's better than. Uh, yeah, better than, better than, than malaria. malaria, and apparently, it's dengue fever stuff better than that, too, because they had to uh, ship him out, send him to the, lo- the closest hospital, which is in Guatemala City, which is like eight hours away. Oh, man. And uh, then they flew him to Texas, where he stayed in the hospital there for a couple months, and he lost like 70 pounds in Holy the hospital. Crap. And I saw him when he got out, eating, he didn't even look like the same person. Like, he was doing, granted, he was doing better. Mm-hmm. He lived, you know, he made it through it and everything, but holy shit, like, that's yeah. that, that's no joke.
0: Yeah, I, you, I put up with the the, the, the mefaquine in Somalia.
1: Yeah, so, so at that point, like, so I saw him get the fear, I was like, thought about not taking my own pills, like, huh? yeah, living nightmares, so,
0: here we come. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> I love being scared to death. <laughs> well,
1: it's a little dementia to not, you know, because if I, yeah, yeah I'm, just, like, I'm so just the so type so of build. If so I lose so 70 like, pounds, like, I'm probably going to die. <laughs> like,
0: it's like, it's perfect for me. I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared when I wake up. And I'm scared when I'm asleep. Yeah. Mm. No, it's
1: fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Build up that old hypertension there. Yeah.
0: Get that going on. Make you a little bit crazy. To smoke we a used look. to call it, like, the... Because <laughs> um, I, 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 I think Somalia was, like, when they started, like, first using, really widely using mefoquin on the U.S. Okay. soldiers, or they as, as the, I think the other, yeah, is Larium is the, is the brand name. I'm trying name. to remember and, it was um, on the fucking pill bottle. Like, it's, yeah. And we well, when we were in a country in Somalia, it was, you know, every Tuesday we took yeah the U.S. Yeah, forces. We, we, we do it their, in formation. we get yeah. in formation and it was like, we'll all right, everyone malaria, take, we'll take your malaria pill. pill. And,
1: yeah, yeah. They all fucking do I mean, thing. even to
0: the point where, like, the... Um, the, the armed forces radio like the, the local dj they had in there like playing music and stuff mm. he just leaned in the mic and goes all right u.s army soldiers it's crazy tuesday i like that you have the good morning vietnam <laughs> yeah, guy right.
1: and we didn't have shit for yeah, radio this we guy was actually it. pretty
0: shane i think his yeah. name what was his name i think it was shane i can't remember but he was like it's crazy." He's like, he's like it's crazy tuesday it's time for all u.s soldiers to take their malaria pills oh yeah <laughs> Just remember, don't uh, don't kill your buddy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of sleep screams tonight. Yeah, so be a everybody, a night terrors. everybody stay vigilant. Yeah. stay vigilant. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and everything's gonna be okay. It's not take real. care of your buddy. Yeah, it's not real. <laughs> Which that actually happened. I had one of the E fives who was in the squad in the tent next to us. He woke up one night just like. Yelling at the top of his lungs that he wasn't going to take these fucking pills no more. He's like, I'm not taking these fucking pills no more. Fuck this shit. I'm tired of these fucking nightmares. I'm sick of it. I'm fucking sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> okay, it's just not me.
1: Yeah, a lot of, a lot of shit. Okay, you know, it's, a lot of that stuff kind of hard to deal with. You got the threat of malaria, weird fucking pills. Pills. The you're, threat of you're the locals showering.
0: wanting to shoot you. <laughs>
1: we had a shower tent set up, um, but it wasn't for a while. So for a while, it was just baby wipe shower. I don't know yeah, if you, you have cleaned shower. yourself with those, but uh, mm. I have the baby. The baby we were, wipes are a life saving effort.
0: We had we we in a bunch of like um, Australian showers into the into the connects before that. Australian. We left. I only ever heard of Puerto it's Rican a lister, shower, which is lister just lister when you bag. hose yourself down with cologne. It's just a lister bag with like a little. Shower oh, head on yeah, the bottom yeah. of it. Yeah. A shower. Do you
1: get a little curtain to put around yourself yeah. at least you know, uh, turn it on you like get
0: wet? and yeah. scrub yourself <laughs> down. <and> then... <laughs> yeah, those are like camp yeah. shower stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So we threw a bunch of those in there because we knew we weren't going to have anything when we got there. So as soon as we got there, we dug a bunch of holes and threw pallets and hung oh, up like yeah. five or six Lister
1: bags. I got <laughs> you. See, we had nothing for a while, and then uh, we had all of our, our shit set up. So, for a while, it was just MREs, baby wipes, shower, fucking. Yeah. Because yeah. it was a, yeah. Well, we
0: had on the road a lot of baby wipes. Like, because sometimes you'd be out on the road two or three days, and shit wasn't happening, you well, know. Well, the whole
1: mission, like, I don't want to talk shit about the Navy, because mm-hmm. I met some cool-ass people that were in the Navy. But this is a joint operation with the Navy, and we got down there. They were supposed to set up their tents and our tents they set up their tents and stopped mm-hmm. and basically we got down there like it's 126 degrees it was an <laughs> eight-hour convoy over the pacific side uh to set up the fob that we were going to be on and they're like yeah i guess if you want some place to sleep tonight we're like better get to building yeah. so i'm there in like a uh, fucking IBA Kevlar and like the all the full battle rattle full shit mm. hammering fucking 10, ten steaks in for food. this stupid GP medium like I'm gonna die I mean, yeah, <laughs> <yeah>, I'm <like, laughs> gonna die a heat stroke Yep, the same and then he had yeah, car sized uh, insects the nice. local food was really good though big, big lizards local in Somalia food was amazing.
0: like big lizards Like lizards, never had like, any big lizards, big big had lizards scorpions like monitors uh, that were about this big they're probably about this big. They come walking across the street. Boop, I wonder what boop, lizard boop, meat boop. tastes like. You ever eaten a lizard? No, I've never I mean, eaten a lizard. I've eaten snake. But I'd I probably eat, eat one. Yeah. If I'm hungry enough, I'd eat anything. Well, Yeah.
1: <laughs> when I lived in the, uh, the that's Phoenix how, that's how we figured there, out there, they was had so... a rattlesnake that was like a seasonal thing that you can get at restaurants, mm-hmm. and I almost got it once. Cause snake's good. I haven't had it. I like gator. I like yeah. old seafood. I like yeah. weird food stuff like that. And then, but it was just it was so expensive, like per pound. Like to get it's yeah. like a seasonal thing. I guess it's I guess rattlesnakes don't want to get caught. So. yeah,
0: <laughs> there's a danger element to it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> nobody out there had, except probably one crazy motherfucker has a rattlesnake farm. I was like, oh yeah, it's easy. I've been bit a few times, <laughs> but you get used to it after a while. Just got two numb arms and them swing around. around. Lopping heads off of rattlesnakes.
0: I'm a Episcopalian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, meat's bad for you. But, uh, yeah, so. But the lizards there, yeah, they were pretty large, you know. I, I always see them like, bloop, 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 big monitors and donkeys. Like we used to call it the donkey uprising, oh, you yeah. know. Like we see, like lots of donkeys, like like a group of them that like escaped or something. Wild that donkeys that weren't like towing a fifty gallon drum cart that they <laughs> that they'd made, you know. I mean,
1: yeah, I mean you get your sherpa when you're walking around. Get your yeah. burro with uh, all your various goods stacked that's on that's top of it. That's the one thing it. I
0: have to say about the Somalis. They were pretty resourceful, you know. They could they could make a cart out of a out of a couple poles, a fifty gallon drums, and some bicycle tires, and hook that thing right up to a donkey and head on down the road
1: same thing in Guatemala <laughs> like, there's some of the that's uh, some of the poorest people I've ever met but some of the happiest people I've ever met and mm-hmm. people that are literally living in like cinder block shacks picking through garbage and you talk to them and they're just you know that they're they're, uh, they're legitimately happy people and they have yeah. really good like family relations stuff like that and then I came back to the United States and everybody's pitching about their fucking iPhones mm-hmm. and Oh, my life sucks. I hate it. It's so
0: terrible. Everything
1: that
0: happens, happens to me. Yeah, it happens to me. It's like, I I found once, once like, when I first got to Somalia that, you know, like, you know, all the, like, you know, programs that, like, help, you know, the the, the starving and the the poor and everything. Yeah. Apparently, you know, flip-flops are the footwear of the third world country. Because, it
1: seems like uh, if you had to if I had to make a shoe right now, that's the only fucking yeah. shoe I can make. It's yeah. basically just a platform so you're not standing directly on the ground and a strap on the top is like there's your yeah. shoe asshole. Yeah. But then you know, <laughs>
0: what I found is is like, you know, I mean I used to watch them guys, like they'd be like in a dead sprint going across, you know, running in flip flops and I mm. just used to think to that's myself That's not
1: running a tire.
0: I was like I used to think to myself, like, man, I can't I can't run two steps in a pair of flip flops without falling over. No. You know, these guys that like, blow a flip-flop, pull it off their foot, keep running, fix it, put it back on their foot, and keep on running. I'm just like, you guys are amazing.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> insane. Yeah, I've never been able to run in that type of footwear. <laughs> it's
0: like, this is, does not happen. I was like, how do you run in flip-flops? It's impossible. <laughs> Just taking a beer break here.
1: Oh, this whole thing is a giant beer break. Yeah. That's what all this is. Sponsored by booze, cigarettes, and I promise when we get some better audio, you're not going to hear drinks clinking around, people shifting around. Mm -hmm. None of this. None of it. I'm about to take out the recycling, as you can hear. It'd be better if that wasn't all over one day. I'm just saying. I
0: have to tell people, I was like, no, that's much an accumulation of two. No, no,
1: I can't do that anymore. Maybe in my 20s and stuff, you go take the garbage out of the apartment that you live in with your friends and stuff, and you're dragging about 50 bottles in a fucking garbage pounds, 50 bag. 50 yeah. bottles. <laughs> like, we know what you're into.
0: Just sounds like a good night at the bar at the end of the night.
1: Yeah, there'd be plenty of bar time. There was a, uh, there's always that bar off post. Um, <laughs> the bar
0: off post. Our, a strip club. Uh, well,
1: <laughs> ours was classy because it was a separate. It was a legit bar. It was just in the same uh, general building as a strip club, so mm. it, it was it was right next to it, uh, but it it was kind of a separate entity. <laughs> that strip club was not a, not a good one either. Jesus, they never are. Uh,
0: Carson, had deja vu.
1: I don't know what we had. <laughs> I don't have, know if ours had a title. I felt I think like it's, every time I felt like every time I went <laughs> I think I just had it went to a door and you knew what
0: it was. Felt like every time I went into the I knew that the only the the, the the one ugly girl was work working.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have mean yeah. One uh you know you go random missions, random places and uh whenever you get to a new place and you get done. With what you're doing, you wanna check out the area. So if you're you know, if you're in twenties your and stuff like that, yeah, you wanna to go to the fucking strip club. So you end up going to strip clubs in some shady towns. And it's one of those ones where you walk in and the only people that go to that strip club are like <laughs> local people. Cool. You can tell these motherfuckers are in there every day. They know all yeah, of them I mean, by yeah. their real names like, and on, they <laughs> It's like five people in there and you walk in and it's was like hey, well somebody's getting stabbed I was like Julie I
0: fixed your car <laughs> <laughs> you owe me a lap dance It'd be some <laughs> chick
1: dancing up there with a I don't know, okay. what she, had, she had a five head know it was just like an excessive forehead usually some sort of c-section yeah. scar coke nose bleed pretty, sh- pretty sure
0: that I went to this one joint one time in Colorado Springs it was called TNT it was only a a topless, topless joint, because they serve booze, apparently. And, and I remember we're sitting there watching it, and the girl was, like, dancing around us, and, and the girl leaned down was, to my friend Brian. He's like, you need to tip me. And he goes, hell no, Gunkor. You got bruises on your legs. Where'd you get those bruises from? Hell oh, no. Not today. She's like, what do you mean? He's like, uh, saggy ass titties yeah. and fucking bruises on your leg? Let me see your arms. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> are you doing
1: martial arts in your off time? As sparring with people?
0: We got kicked out of there <laughs> for harassing the dancers. Oh, I've been kicked out of a club before. <laughs> you know, the big guy came over and said, you guys going to have to leave. <laughs> your friend here is making derogatory comments. like, hey, he's right, though. Look at her. And you beat her up, <laughs> you smack her around, get her on stage. <laughs> yeah, I've been
1: kicked out of strip clubs because of friends. I had one, uh, one friend of mine. It was uh, he was a cool doobies. If you hang out with him on the weekend drinking, you're either gonna get in a fight or you're gonna get a tattoo. And I don't have any tattoos, so it's <laughs> <coughs> yeah. so we went. We went out to the strip club one one time. It was around Valentine's Day.
0: Perfect time.
1: Yeah, yeah, great time. Mm -hmm. Um, So they gave us these water bottles where you can, like, you know, hose the girls down and stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, spray them down with water. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be fun and everything. We ended up getting kicked out because every time one of the girls comes over, he squirts them in the fucking eye with a water bottle. (laughs) Come over the first time, and he just waits for them to get close and just, Ah! Bouncer comes over like hey you guys can't do that and he's like yeah it's fine (laughs) five minutes later he come over and do the same thing Ah! he's like hey you guys gotta go (laughs) (laughs) this is the same guy that got caught with one of his other friends uh, they went out and bought grappling hooks and ninja masks and were scaling the walls of the barracks (laughs) yeah you get some quality friends you meet some interesting people
0: interesting people I miss people like that. Yeah, you do. And then you roll up into the straight world. I always remember when we left Somalia and the, the sergeant major was giving us our out briefing before we left, and he goes, and one of the couple things that I always stuck in my head that he said, he goes, just remember when you get home, they're Americans. <laughs> and the first thing I do is always check the dryer yeah. <laughs> and under the bed. yeah it's like interesting I mean fair enough it's like that's an interesting thing just remember they're Americans (laughs) (laughs) so when you're getting pissed off yeah very true very true oh the good old days what happened to the good old days it just seemed like they were back in January before the world decided know what to month go get it is anymore. Mad. You can tell
1: me it's March right now. And it's, yeah. like, the oh, the world it's pretty decided, hot for
0: March. Before America decided to get mad at itself.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: First, we got to have. Well, it, what people forget is that, you know, in Tennessee, we started out with a tornado.
1: Oh, yeah. This year has been a shit show for this state. The
0: beginning of March, it started out with a tornado. Yeah. Everybody's yeah, like, and then, you know, two weeks, you're like, yeah help we're helping people look at us look at us you know, sorry us we're gonna tennis. have yes, to uh shut
1: down your business due to the coronavirus and they turn behind and be like it's gone motherfucker I'm
0: <laughs> shut it down. it's not I there it reopened yet <laughs> it's not even there you know and everybody's helping everybody then they're like you need to stay away from everybody yeah see that was <laughs> one of the cool
1: things like after the uh tornado you know i had a friend in uh Cookville, his house got hit by a tornado, stuff like that. And the only thing that was, what that was left was three, uh, three walls of the fucking bathroom. His family was hiding in, and that. I know, I know. There's been tornadoes in Nashville before, and they've been before my time. This is the first one that happened while I was here. And from yeah. what I can see, like it was really bad. It, it, was bad. it
0: bad. It blew right by tore my up, house. Like
1: uh, Germantown, East Nashville, and you could see it driving all the way out um, to Cookville, where it like would pick back up. And then for a little bit down. and then drop back down and tear some more shit up, up and then pick back up and then it would be on this side of, and it pretty much followed um, like 40 going out yeah, like the 40. tornado was taking the fucking interstate yeah.
0: <laughs> mm.
1: 80 miles what is that about what it, it, it went
0: about f- almost I think 50 or 60 miles that's
1: pretty lengthy that's pretty lengthy yeah I you think know, Bill Paxton would get tired it, started, that out, it started
0: at you know it's up on the uh, the west side of Nashville around yeah. Centennial yeah yeah and just made a path, you know, I mean, it went right by my house, you know, uh, yeah. it was one o'clock in the morning when I woke up and, and, and I'm like, we got to get downstairs. This is because the power went out, oh, yeah. signs. I was like, get downstairs. Yeah. When the Cause tornado- it got real <laughs> quiet. Cause it, I, I was like like you know it's just that yeah. dead silence
1: and you get the it's almost like you that, uh, starting
0: to pick up, you that know? ancient mm.
1: human intuition
0: that something's wrong, <laughs> wrong. you know it when there's something bad good.
1: coming when they you know, you go outside and there's no birds chirping or insects or any noise yeah. whatsoever it's like oh but, you
0: know, something bad's being, about to being, happen <laughs> you know my dumb ass as as cuz i'm standing like i was like I'll, I'll go out and look out the window yeah <laughs> Which is what everybody tells you not to do. Well, yeah, but that's what but you I But then to I could do. hear it and I just heard this, this this huge roar. Just just and I was just like, Oh my god. Oh I was like, Is it bad? I'm like, It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> I've never actually
1: um, seen a tornado in person, but I've seen the the start of yes. one when I was stationed in in Virginia. We had a tornado, um I forget what year it was. I don't know, sometime like Maybe two thousand eight, someone somewhere around there, maybe earlier. Um, there was a bad storm coming in, and so I don't know how the pressure systems work, like to to start a tornado. But it was just one of those things where, like, you can look up at the sky and just like, you know, one side looks like this, the other side looks like really dark, yeah, it looks green, the stuff starts mixing. You're like, mm, that's not yeah. good. But so we were at the barracks and drinking as you do. It was after, you know, our end of day formation, so I was already half in the fucking bag. Uh, so we we're just out there watching the storm roll in and you see one cloud one large cloud come in one way, and another large cloud come in the other way, and then it was like oh probably over the course of like fifteen minutes, but it's still like it got to the point where they started like kinda of rotating, I'm like, ah... Uh, it's, not so, good. it's not good. And, and it will, like the clouds started to kind of come down from it, and by this point, I think I think we we're pretty well shit faced. So we didn't give a fuck. Everybody's we like, yeah, yeah, come on, woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it touched, yeah. out, I think, ten miles uh, like south of where I was at. I didn't see like the actual funnel cloud or anything, but you could see the start of it, and the clouds just kind of moved away. And I'm like, mm, that's not yeah. good.
0: <laughs> But then, like I said, you know, then after the tornado, then two weeks later, you know, we weren't allowed to be around each other. So all the the help everybody was getting ended abruptly to the point even where FEMA left. FEMA's like, oh, sorry, guys. Yeah. We got uh, COVID-19 now. Well, it's, we got to go.
1: It's just sad to get to rely on a lot of, like, local, <laughs> uh, like, charity groups and stuff right. to help out. Like, I did what I could to try to help out. Right. And uh, clean up and, you know, go through a neighborhood and, like. Picking up That's wreckage and yeah. going through people's and, stuff and trying to find like family
0: pictures and stuff uh, like yeah. that. And I went and helped a friend of mine who was on a food truck who was feeding people. Yeah. Part of the cleanup. And so, you know, but I mean, I couldn't give up all my time, you know, because I still actually had a job, uh-huh. you know, at that time. Yeah. At that and, time, yeah, at that, time no, I well, that was had before, a still yeah. had a job. Yeah, that was and then all COVID that. 19 hit. Right. And I still have a job, which I'm very fortunate about. Oh, you know, yeah. I feel very fortunate that I still Absolutely. have a job. And, worked through the whole time my wife the same way so really you know for the people who are struggling out there who got dicked over by you know the yeah. COVID-19 and then oh yeah and then in May then we have riots and then COVID-19 left because we had riots and that was okay and because well, well, apparently, you know they were angry and they just needed to blow off some steam and yeah. burn things down. And
1: I mean, I think it just—it just depends on what you're yelling at somebody else's mouth. Then mm-hmm. uh, that's what's you know. Then they're not going to get sick if
0: it's the right stuff. Yeah. Of course, of course, they can't get sick. You can't yeah. get sick. You can't get COVID-19 during a yeah. during a protest or a <laughs> <sighs> doesn't happen. But now, 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 if you want to go and go to. Go to school or go and hang out with some friends at a bar. Well, now you're asking for too much.
1: Let's go and it. I think the state handled it pretty well.
0: I um, think Tennessee has done a really good job with it.
1: Because you know it's when when stuff started getting really bad, it's like all right, lock it down. But you know, as soon as started stuff right. starts kind of plateauing, leveling off, it's like all right, let's open some stuff up. And then they're trying to move into phase three, and then stuff starts kicking back up. It's like all right. Let's stay at, let's kind of not well, they, really they they actually really Nashville, really, uh,
0: Nashville went to phase 3 and then they kicked it back down to phase 2.
1: Yeah, that's uh, uh, that which, was my which really of the whole thing, which yeah. really
0: pissed off I mean really cuz people were just starting well, to get did, back they to work they were
1: expecting it, yeah. yeah. Expecting it to open back up and I know a lot of people that there are a lot of people that have been out of work we're, the entire the entire time.
0: Especially so in this, this town, town with started. music and you know, I mean you're just starting to get actually, you know. I mean, this town is built on music. And live music and those bars being open. And oh, yeah. It's put a huge is, damper
1: in the tourism industry. A
0: huge damper, which, and then they started open up. People started showing up. And and then they kicked back to phase two. But I still think, you know, really, you know, it's like, you know, the more testing you do, the more, the more cases you're going to have. I'm sorry. We're number one in the world of fucking testing for COVID-19. Guess what? People get it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, people do but get it. But what
0: are the, where are the deaths now? They're 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 lower than they ever were. You yeah. know.
1: Well, that's one of the things I agreed on when they mm. said, "Is like we need more testing." And some yeah, yeah, sure. Let's figure out who who has it, who does <laughs> and how you get it, and you, what happens when you, what you do. It's not a political right. move. It shouldn't be, but somehow it's turned into one where where one side's going to sell it like yeah. uh, we're all going to die, and it's caused yeah. by this one person. Yeah, or uh, the other side, where you know it's like, oh, uh, wearing a mask infringes on my rights. I don't it's agree like with either that, of those get, things. I don't
0: agree with either one of them either. You know, it's like but don't think, oversell
1: it and don't be stupid. Just can you do both of those fucking things at once? No,
0: because then everything's just become a politically charged.
1: Well, that's the problem with it that's, right now,
0: because we're in a, an election cycle, and and everybody's just jumping on the bandwagon to politicize everything. From COVID nineteen to the George Floyd thing to the Rashad Brooks to Black Lives Matter, the the, the destruction that's going on around the country inside these these cities, it's like I, it's like this. Actually, America's not that bad. No. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry. No, I, I've been I don't I've think been in it's... the shithole countries where they have been bad. Where it's been bad. Yeah.
1: You know, I don't think are even uh, even to this day, as as much as some of the stuff that we're going through, is uh, is gonna you know change things and change the way we view things, and it, it, we're just moving into a different part of society that's gonna involve some conflict. It's just I feel like it's right. stuff that we should have resolved years ago um, that we're that we're still putting off for political reasons. Like it, I feel like a lot of people are really good at. Starting an argument, but nobody wants to finish, finish it. one.
0: Nobody wants to finish it or have nobody the answers wants to or have the answer. Have the solution. So then, right. the
1: only way you do it is you get somebody who, uh, who doesn't really look at the whole public opinion and makes more of their own decisions and get ends up getting more done than the people who just want to sit there argue from this implied position of moral and intellectual superiority. And then make sure they get nothing done in the interim, because without that unnecessary conflict, they wouldn't—they wouldn't have a necessary voice. These people would not be relevant at all if there wasn't uh, exactly if there if we weren't knocking on death's door every fucking month for some other contrived reason. Then,
0: uh, I'm going to agree with that
1: hundred percent. You know, I just look at it as you know, it's it's so divisive and it's so childish, right? <laughs>
0: And you know, and you, and, and then, and, and really, they just keep you know propping up this this guy Joe Biden in front of us, and he's going to be the savior.
1: Well, he's going to be literally propped up by the time we hit November. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're going to vote for a dead guy by the end of and this. Yeah. And you know, and then, not to say that Trump's you know, not not an old guy too, too but, but like they, Jesus Biden's literally falling apart.
0: <laughs> I mean, Joe just I just look at it and I think to myself, I'm like, this is. Who you're going to put in front of us? A guy you won't even let talk or answer questions? Yeah, I I, what to say, does... I really
1: hope um, we don't get to November without having any debates. I, yeah. I can't think of a, a logical reason why you don't want to put these people on the same stage in person, Listen. wear masks. It's not it's not yeah, something where you can't have a debate. And even if you know you can't, you don't have to have you a don't live need studio the, audience. You don't either. need the
0: audience. You just need the moderators. We could have been doing this already. We could, yeah, we could have already been into this. Put and them then,
1: twenty fucking feet apart on a stage, put a put a sneeze guard in between them, and let them fucking talk. One side thinks the other side is a total idiot. Let them fucking talk, talk it out. out.
0: Yeah, let's hear what they got to say. But I just. But feel instead,
1: like, yeah, we're just they're gonna you know they're gonna they weaken at Bernie's him. Um, all the way to November, and it's just going to be assumed that you're supposed to vote for him.
0: Yeah, it's just going to be assumed that this is the guy. He's going to bring. He's going to. He's. But even, even like you know, I've said it before and told people this. It's like it doesn't matter. Even if Joe gets elected, he's not going to quell this insurrection that's happening across the nation because they don't care. You're never going to appease the mob. The mob is not appeased.
1: As far as the mob side goes of it, um, which, you know, I say it was just, like, all the rioting, the, the looting, the tear-down-the-system people, because I think there are two separate groups. Yeah. I think there is, you know, a, one group that that does just want to uh, have an actual protest and, and make their voice yes. heard, and then it gets trampled over and by the, taken over by the, this... The late-night
0: George Soros gang. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. that's...
1: It's a smaller group, but it really doesn't take that many people to, uh, right. to really fuck things up. So if, no. you, if you get a small margin of these militant pseudo-Marxists that uh, want to piggyback off of, of something that's already occurring and use it in an opportunistic manner to tear down a system that they don't prefer but then at the same time criticize the other side of it for being militant,
0: and it, right. it's just... It, it, it's it's nonsense. It is. They're, they're being ridiculous. You know, I mean, even to the point where, like, I think I read read today that, you know, that Black Lives Matter has made a demand to the people in Louisville that they want a chunk of their... They want a piece of their business. What do you mean business? Like, cause like, you know, they want a percentage... Like, Basically paying... Like a cut? Like a cut. Like yeah. their... Um...
1: Like yeah, fucking mafia I, yeah that's what I'm saying fucking... I, was like, I, was like, I was
0: like, that sounds like straight-ass extortion Time to pay
1: the barber yeah. It sounds like straight-ass <laughs>
0: extortion to me you know? Yeah,
1: that's, that doesn't oh, we're gonna sound We're going
0: to be paying 2% over the VIG you know? <laughs> Jeez,
1: that doesn't sound constitutional But, you know, what the fuck do I know
0: But that wasn't one of the demands that they felt Well, they said, towards their reparations You know what, I'm sorry I don't owe you fucking nothing Nobody owes me anything. No, I don't either. owe you anything. And you, you want to preach about? It's like it doesn't matter. We've 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 given you tons of money already. Tons of programs, yeah. and you've done dick with it. You've done nothing to do make yourself better. You've you up you've stood behind these community leaders like Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton, who are just rabble risers who are democratic mouthpieces
1: oh yeah there's so many, there's so many better examples Bulls of people and, and you
0: could prop yourself up behind it's not
1: it's not much talking about these people on a on a local podcast but always punch up so go fuck yourself yeah it's uh, the, the l sharpens of, of the world and there aren't many of them um, it's like
0: it's like I've never it, seen
1: it, it's, it does the same thing though it tramples over the it tramples other over the that real have thing a legitimate th- statement th- to th- make. make.
0: You know, and I tell people, it's like, when Al Sharpton shows up, there's nothing positive about anything that's about to happen. Yeah. You know? <laughs> there's nothing positive that's going to happen with him there. You
1: no, know, he's, a, he's a nihilistic person.
0: Yeah. Uh, very, very bitter. But I just feel like, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I just, you know, what they're trying to tell me is not true. I'm not, I don't believe there's systemic racism in the system you know do i believe that yeah. you know there is a little bit of white privilege yeah sure you know but i'm really not the guy they're looking for you know i'm not i'm not 13% of the population causing 50% of the crime Wouldn't
1: the way to solve <laughs> the the white privilege issue um, be to stop infantilizing black people and <laughs> and get exactly. them exactly you know cuz exactly. there's always been this uh, this uh, Presupposition that uh, it's like, oh, they're the ones who just run shit. It's like, yeah, well, you know, when you tell a kid that, and he grows up in a shitty neighborhood, of right. course he's going to fucking and, think and that. A, and,
0: a, and, a, and a busted family that, you know, yeah. it's been set you up by the system. It's, it's been like set up by the system.
1: Your education, which is all public and government funded, like, is know, shit. It's
0: like, and if really you want to talk about systemic racism, you, you need to go to the Democrats and ask, they're the ones who put it
1: in because well, they want to throw money at the problem take a cut of it pat themselves on I'm the back, back and go say, we've, we've solved, solved racism, racism for the next four years, years. we yeah. fixed
0: it we fixed it look we gave these people all the welfare they needed
1: no they take a, a, <laughs> advantage of minorities um, oh. in a in a it's in like, their own specific way I, I, I just way. watched
0: a, I watched a video I forget who it was by but he went not travel through San Francisco Nancy Pelosi district he goes this is the lady that you've
1: I went out. I went either. Could you imagine how expensive fucking t- ice
0: cream is in that place? Goes, it basically was just ridden with homelessness. Oh know, yeah, just, just, just completely garbage. No, it's great. You like, it's like you keep for four decades. You have reelected this lady, dude. You can pee anywhere. You can pee. You can take a dump. You can pee in somebody's mouth, and you're dude, like, "That's San Francisco." Francisco. <laughs> it's like, I just took a dump over here. Yeah, and just you know, just disgusting. The homeless problem inside of California is ridiculous. Yeah. You know, and the Democrats have been running that state since Reagan. (laughs) Really, probably since Reagan. that's true, yeah. You know, and it's just, it's a complete. I've been to San Diego when I'm heading down to Tijuana. I was going to see my friends down in Mexico and San Diego, just homeless people everywhere. There
1: is. You know? It's weird because it's balanced right next to a lot of things that are very expensive. And very nice.
0: expensive and nice. Yeah, it is a complete. If you want to see the division in class in America, go to California.
1: I was just looking, at like San Diego. Like, <laughs> how far are you from from Tijuana from San Diego? <laughs> yeah. You're not fucking far. <laughs> and that's and that's one of the that's a sketchy place that I've yeah. never been to.
0: And yeah, yeah. Like I said, if you want to see a huge division of class? Go to California. The rich rich live great, and the fucking poor know. poor live like shit. Yeah. And they allow it to happen. It, it, you know, I mean, like, even when I was watching Anomaly, he's just like, and he did a whole report back in 2019 about the homeless problem in L.A., and he goes, the fifth, California has the fifth largest economy in the world. In the world. Yeah. And the world worst, economy, And the yeah. worst homeless problem in the nation. Yeah. How does that? How does that? Yeah, compare you know? the uh,
1: compare the GDP of California next to like fucking Tanzania. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. And then how do you? How do these people? How are these people living as such squalor? You know. Well, yeah, you yeah, uh-huh. Skid Row. You know, that was, it's terrible. And then just the amount of businesses that are leaving California because of the high tax. Well, rate. Well, now
1: we do have a lot of people that are talking about leaving there and moving to other places. Is, yeah. Well, that's what I understand because now. Um, now we're kind of reaching a point where there's not as much of a physical business aspect as there was before. It used to be that everything was a physical business. You yeah. wanted to buy this thing, you had to find a store that That's sold it. it, blah, blah, blah. Now now a lot of stuff is on the internet, yeah. including yeah. Um, a lot of other jobs. Right. And you know, with the whole uh, COVID-19 thing, a lot of people are working from home. So it's like, why the fuck would you pay so much money to live in one of these goddamn cities, to run a business that you could run somewhere else. else
0: for, you know, a fifth of the cost. You know, Joe Rogan fucking left L.A. moving to Texas. Yeah, i believe ta- it. He's being taxed to death. i don't mm-hmm.
1: believe it when it when it happens. But I'm not surprised that you're saying that.
0: Yeah, I I, I think he's gonna go. Mm-hmm. You know? he probably will. He's being taxed to death. Like the guy, like I just talked about, Anomaly. He he left L.A. Yeah. He just moved out of L.A. He goes. Because I did the math, well, we, he goes.
1: We've had a lot of. He uh, goes. I
0: paid eight thousand dollars extra in taxes. Yeah, it's insane. Mm-hmm. What do you get out of that? And nothing. Got nothing.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, in our in our city here. Then we have a lot of people from California
0: move here. A lot right. of people from A lot California. of people are leaving that state. And it's like, yeah. what, I, what we're asking is, not, not keep, of them keep, back, your, keep so. your, your crappy, liberal, democratic policies out of Tennessee. Well, then you can mm-hmm. live by your own
1: example. So, the, yeah. so you, you know get, what um, happened. So you get people from those areas that move here, and they're like, oh, I can make way more money doing the exact same business I was doing in California, you know, and, and live a better lifestyle yeah. for a lot less cost. Yeah. And, you know, it's... Yeah, everywhere is kind of being mildly gentrified um, because a lot of people are discovering that they don't want to live in cities anymore. Right. There's no reason to. You don't have that physical aspect. You don't need to. So if there's no reason to live in a city, what I think we're discovering is that the majority of people don't fucking like it. Right.
0: <laughs> right. And, you know, and then, and then if, you got a, if you got everybody burning the shit down... Well that doesn't help that doesn't either. Yeah. Nobody want he wants stay to there. live in a
1: city that's on fire, fire. unless you're in Russia or some so, yeah. shit. You
0: know, who wants to live out in a bombed out fucking war fucking torn city? Nobody. Yeah, right. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So so cities like Portland and Minneapolis is like yeah, that's what you want.
1: Minneapolis surprised me. I knew that was more of a, a liberal city, but uh, I yeah, was very man.
0: surprised by how it just kind of just
1: crashed, you know. Yeah. Pretty much. And then I
0: still I try to talk to my, my my friend who lives in Portland, who doesn't, he hasn't said anything back to me, but he's usually on the river, okay, somewhere in the woods. I'm like, you should stay well, there. Well, that's not a bad place.
1: That it's like, it's yeah. would like, be the main uh, reason to want to go out to that area is for all of the yeah. outdoors stuff.
0: So. That's what I told him. I was just like, stay on the river, bro. Stay on the river. <laughs> you live on the river now. Yeah, that's a good place to be. Now, I know... Uh, but he won't, he won't. I don't know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he supports it, because I sent him a few messages and he hasn't sent anything back. So maybe he supports what's going on there. I don't know. I don't know, Cookie can be a little crazy sometimes, you know?
1: It's interesting to me is, is with the whole, um, well, Portland, but especially like Seattle. Seattle had it really bad with the uh, autonomous zone, is how shitty can you make three blocks where you ruin <laughs> most of the fucking city? Shitty. Like, not, not ruined <laughs> and, and, as, like, you can't go out your door, but good luck paying your fucking taxes. You're going to be the one that pays to clean this shit up for the riots that I bet that, although you won't say anything, don't really support.
0: Same way
1: Maybe not now. Maybe it's easy to just dust your hands off yeah. and be like, yeah, you know, with that, take that, government. Take that, same Trump. Way. Same way. And, take and, that, and, everyone yeah, else. Take care of that,
0: everybody else. And well, Minneapolis then, uh, is asking the federal your government. Same, well,
1: you're saying Democratic government is going to, charge the fuck out of you to fix these right. people's I mean,
0: you know, shit. I mean it even broken. happened in Nashville. Like likely I don't live in Davidson County, but you know, the mayor of Nashville said, hey, you know, it what we weren't a month into COVID nineteen and he said there's gonna be a thirty four percent tax rate increase for Davidson County.
1: Yeah, what was that? Just about? like
0: off the cuff. Just boom, there you go. Well well he said thirty two and then the city fucking the city council agreed on thirty four. Just huh. off the cuff. Mm-hmm. That's just they said. Interesting. It's just right. like right off. That's what Mayor John Cooper did. Right off the cuff, they agreed. So now, if you live I mean, in Davidson office, County, right? if you run for, if you live in Davidson County, your property tax is going up thirty four percent.
1: Well, never mind. That's a good way to stall that California movement. <laughs> hey, how about you move to Nashville? <clears throat> uh, oh, yeah. Is it cheaper? Like, not really, but it's not California. Yeah, I'm like, well, like, why the fuck am I going to move there? Exactly. <laughs> With, the people well, I figured that it. I could charge you the same price because that's what you're used to paying. <sighs> fuck the people who grew up here. Fuck the people who still live here. They're right. You'll pay this, I think. Thank you. So we're just going to throw a number down and I'm just going to keep increasing it until people start leaving. And then, hey, guess what? I'm going to go somewhere else.
0: So. Yeah, but yeah, you know, and they said that. You know, and I, when he first said that and I told somebody, I was like, I was like well, there ain't no tourism here. Not right and, you know, now, yeah. we, are, we, we are, we are a non... We, we're not a, you know, a state tax. We don't, it, yeah. Tennessee doesn't do state tax. They make all their money on sales tax
1: i have seen a lot of uh and tourists from like Florida, Alabama, like local tourists, but not like the um. We usually get tourists from other there areas there too, and it,
0: yeah, you know, yeah. Well, I not mean, so that right tourist now. money crashed.
1: Yeah, All, right. All the hotels pee. are losing money. Yeah,
0: like talk to yourself
1: for a minute. Yeah. Like we have pee breaks in the podcast. Oh, you're not the only one with a bladder. I don't know. I try not to get too worked up about it. Because much of stuff is a big deal, and at the end of the day, it's really at the same time not a big deal. And focus on other things. Focus on yourself, too. And your community. There's a lot more in the state and local levels that can be done than... Uh, just getting angry at the news all the time. mean, the news frustrates me, and it does. And it should, and that should frustrate a lot of people. But really, if you want to make a bigger difference, it's more about the people you have in your immediate area, immediately around you, your local community, all that stuff. Hi. But that's like why we kind of decided to sit down and do this, do stuff like this, because I feel like there's not, there's not enough local people uh, to specific areas that that have a voice, and I would encourage other people to do the same thing and have their own podcasts in their own areas. Because so I think we forget about it's not really a term, but I'm gonna make up a term: a lot of local cohesion, a lot of people that will work together. In smaller groups. It's more meaningful. I think we've had a lot of meaning uh, deprived from our society and you know it it could be it's a lot of different factors. I mean maybe a lot of it has to do with the fact that we're we've become more materialistic over the past couple decades, Uh, but it's hard to say. Really I think we need to focus more on the people that are around us, rather than people across the country, halfway across the world. Yep, I'm not the I mean, agree with you that. You can make a bigger difference with the uh, the people that you know in your life. Yeah. So I, I had to go on a rant. He went on a pee break. So I had now, to pee. Yeah,
0: there was a lot of beer in there. Yeah, there is a lot of beer in there. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, at one time, you know, we only knew 20 miles around us. Now we know, clear across the world. yeah, <laughs> you know? which plays on, on the human psyche, I really think.
1: Yeah, I think it does. It's definitely more of a, a stress impact to have uh, I don't think any individual human being is capable of shouldering all the
0: burdens in the world. Mm-mm. But it's always in our face and then you think that you know that you gotta you know like take a stance on some kind of you know of what's happening.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a lot about there are tools that we are given that we need to learn how to use more, and you know, taking a stand on on something yep. is definitely a good thing to do, but you need to use that. You know, but you really need. You to need do to that. use it in context to what's going on. In and context be, and
0: do your research and be informed.
1: Yeah, because otherwise you just turn into that hammer where everything
0: looks like a nail. Yeah, exactly. Don't 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 be a dumbass. As a as as a good person told me one time. So yeah, not being a dumbass. He's like, like, don't go. He's like, do what you gotta do, but don't be a fucking dumbass. You know, <laughs> that's the best way I can explain. It. Don't be a fucking dumbass. There's enough dumbasses out there. <laughs>
1: there are. <laughs> you know, so. there's enough, but I don't think there's so many where uh, where we can't we can't bring things back to.